welcome to episode 63 of Formidable Opponents, a show that pits three people who have known each other virtually their entire lives in a series of conversations as we argue what is best in a variety of fun, engaging, and critical pop culture topics we all debate about. I'm Randall, and with me as always, Bob and Joseph, and today's topic is best 90s dance song. God help us. In an era where misanthropic rock and a new age of hip-hop started to dominate the scene, tucked away in its small corner of the pop music stratosphere was dance music. These songs were about love. These songs were about dancing. These songs were about fighting. These songs were about people who love dance fighting. As ephemeral as the time was, and yes, as ridiculous as some of the songs were, you cannot deny the impact that dance hits had in our society during the 90s and the job security it provided for middle-aged German DJs with thinning hair. The artists of that time period left an impression. A-list acts like Madonna and Cher soon took to the studios and created their own dance hits, mimicking the sounds of the time. Though they had bigger budgets, better producers, and better equipment, their work is not as quite as fun to talk about as our spandex-wearing friends whom we all have left behind. This week, formidable opponents ask the question, are you ready for this? As always, I'm joined by two guys who never trust a big button to smile. Bob and Joseph, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Baby got back. Yes. <laughs> here's, the, here's the biggest question I want to know. Baxter boys, everybody, why does he ask, am I sexual, and why do all the boys respond yeah what is that is that the response he was looking for that's what i want to know you know i think there it's like he's trying to convince himself like am i really and the guys are just pumping him up yeah saying, yeah, bro, yeah. yeah yeah dude you're ready to go yeah. dress like a mummy and get out there yeah <laughs> what's going on fellas me. oh good man good sorry guys uh radio world podcast world my my voice is in and out this week had a, like we talked about it last week. I had COVID, and and this week returned back to work, and 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 all that good stuff. And my voice kind of lost. So if I sound a little off, you know, it's cool. I'm still sexual, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, dance '90s dance music. All right. Why are we talking about this topic? What are you guys? What are your thoughts on this topic, guys? I think I suggested. I think I was driving home from from one night. The satanic metal guy suggested that. <laughs> driving home one night from, from a house driving, party. Yeah, or something like that. And and I have like my uh my playlist on my um I have one of those uh USB ports in my truck, so I have years of music collected on the computer that I put into one of these little flash drives, which is amazing by the way, if the technology. A little piece of plastic flash drive that can hold, you know, over 3,000 songs. It's beautiful. Anyway, so this is a, a, a collection of music from, you know, childhood till now. And one song in particular, and I'll mention it later in the in the honorable mentions came out and I for some reason liked this song <laughs> since 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 uh, uh, since a young kid. And it, I don't know, I think I was in my in, in, in uh, my excitement of hearing the song and actually like you know, dancing to myself in the car, I took a picture of the screen and sent it to to the guys and said, "Let me why see haven't we done? <laughs> so why haven't we done best '90s dance song? Because <laughs> we don't dance. That's why." <laughs> Cotton candy, sweetie. That song. Oh, not- let me see that tootsie roll. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, guys, de- '90s dance music is often parodied due to its unique, due to the unique style and sound that didn't escape the era. These songs, for the most part. I mean, they suck, right? But why are they so fun to listen to? I think they're nostalgic, man. They they remind me. I mean, they remind me for sure. I know speaking personally, remind me of my childhood. You know, the music videos, listening to them on B one hundred four, the local radio station down here, and uh, you <laughs> know, even, they're not fun, even that man. anymore, right? Yeah, they're not even that anymore. You know, sixth grade dances, junior high dance, seventh grade dances. Exactly. You know, all these songs on. It's fun, you know what I mean? It's it was it was cool, dude. They're cool. They have a lot of nostalgia to them. You know, a lot of people think of the eighties when they think nostalgia. But, you know, when I think of like dance songs, I don't really think of the I think of I think of the nineties. That was like a real big time for these dances and this house music. But all of the songs it did that I did know, they at least like Bob said, um and in and, and Randy likes to say this word a lot euphoric recall <laughs> uh you know so it did remind me of something like it did like i was like each song took me back and i, and I remembered it in and a lot of this is happening in like you know fifth grade fourth fifth sixth grade so so you know 
elementary into just going into the the junior highs. I mean, sixth grade for us was a, we considered it middle school. You know, it was so it was that. And then yes, getting to the you know in sixth grade, like when we first had our uh, school dances, that our first real experience because we kind I think we kind of did in junior. Yeah, we, 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 we did, right? no, but they weren't yeah. really like anything. It was more like Cotton Eye Joe and fucking yeah, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but exactly. Yeah, exactly, and, and 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 they were like at least fun times. You remember? Uh, you remember? Yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah and, ele- and elementary used to be fun, and then junior high, you go and embarrass yourself because you're trying to get <laughs> yeah. girls to notice you. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think for me, guys, it's a it's a little bit different for me since I since I am older, and he's not that okay. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not that much older. <laughs> I tried to make him feel good, but then I said no. <laughs> this is not. This is okay. These songs are bad, but I mean they are nostalgic for me. These were the song. These were the first songs I danced to. I mean, I'm old enough to remember sweating out Zimas to the clicks. Call me. I'm sure. <laughs> I was wearing a FUBU jersey. I don't know. <laughs> FUBU. It's not, it's not our fault that this was our soundtrack. This was the soundtrack to our most carefree times. But I think it's also the disco corollary. Like a lot of our older cousins and uncles, they like Pink Floyd. They like, you know, listening. But, you know, Pink Floyd wasn't moving asses. You had to go to the discos and listen to Casey and the Sunshine Band and the Commodores and, and all these other bands in order to dance. And I think that's why we enjoyed these songs. I mean, some of these songs are shit songs, but... I may have taken off my T-shirt and swung it over my head during "This Is Your Night" by Amber. Jesus, that's where they kicked out of the club. That's where they kicked out of the club. So, why do you guys think there are so many one-hit wonders in this genre? I mean, it's packed full of them. We saw a lot of experimental type of music and a lot of house music and a lot of, you know, like the '80s had a lot of one-hit wonders too. And in the '90s, we're kind of changing the sound and changing directions of music. And I think by doing that, a lot of these bands, a lot of these groups, a lot of these singers try different things. You know what I mean? They still had a little 80s vibe, but then they would try a different thing with the sound or try a different type of song or beat or or whatever the case was. And that's what we saw. They would have big hits with these experimental songs. But for the most part, their catalog would still be somewhat 80s or the rest of the songs didn't quite fit the, the new 90s sound, so to speak. So I think that's why we saw a lot of... Um, these one hit wonders, you know, come and go. But I think you can say that about any really, any real, uh, any, any generation or decade of music, a ton of one hit wonders. There's also the fact that all of these songs, at least there's a, something about them that sounds the same as the other one. <laughs> yes. So, so, so we're really like, there wasn't any real, um, creativity it's not a bad thing uh if you had a song that sounded really good they got people like hey i like that song it had a good beat whatever that's cool it may have made you famous for a little bit but somebody came out not long after you with the same concept and maybe changed it up just a little bit made sound made it their own way copy and paste but don't you know are, are you talking <laughs> about ice ice baby and uh no 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 that's that's i'm but that's a that little and, ting it's different <laughs> no but uh it, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there was so many of them. There are a dime a dozen at the time. So, I mean, as long as you got your one, then then that's good. I mean, everybody else that came after that. I mean, there wasn't really, like I said, there wasn't any major creativity. So how could anybody like really, really succeed if somebody's just doing the exact same thing? And, you know, these songs were, were big high school hits for me. And we grew up in a border town where a lot of high school kids on Friday nights would go to Mexico because they could drink and they could listen to this music. And I, I, if you've listened to earlier episodes, I never set foot in Mexico in high school because my dad said the first thing they're going to do is kidnap you and they're going to put <laughs> jumper cables on your balls. So I never went to Mexico, but all my never friends... Liked, you didn't like the Flamin' Dr. Peppers? <laughs> no, no Flamin' Dr. Peppers for me. And the thing is, all my friends were listening to these songs. All my friends who went to Mexico, they would say, oh, you got to check out this song. And these songs became the sort of soundtrack of our, like, you know, cruising to the mall or... or or going down the streets in our junk cars. And it was just, it's just one of those things that it just reminds you of childhood. And that's why so, it is. So, 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 so you dress like Kurt Cobain, but you were jamming out to like, Bill Bib DeVoe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But just to conclude this, you can't go from la da 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 to don't let the sun go down on me. That's why I think like these bands didn't have anything much going for them. There was no progression and they were very pigeonholed. I think these bands all had the same thing. And speaking of same thing, 
What is your favorite 90s dance music trope? Let me let me throw out some some things for you. Was it the guy randomly rapping in the middle of the song? Was it the woman <laughs> badly harmonizing the chorus, the comp- the constant repetition, the songs taking themselves way through way too seriously, <laughs> the overuse of singlets and spandex or, or what was what was your favorite trope? <laughs> the spandex was fucking cool, but I I think it's the repetition. You saw a lot of this in the 90s, like a lot of the dance songs, there's not a lot of lyrics to them. It's just mm-hmm. like they repeat the same shit over and over and over again. It's just it's all about the beat so that's probably my famous tr- and then again the spandex not only were the chicks wearing it the dudes were wearing it too and they were acting like they were f- so fucking cool which which is pretty embarrassing i'm sure they're looking back on it now like what the hell was i thinking yeah a lot of these songs are i i don't like the i don't want to say badly harmonizing but i'd say over overly way too excited during the harmonizing parts this is an example of this can be heard in what is it? Dre Day from Dr. Dre. At the end, there's that one girl that's like harmonizing the, the ice, and she just goes way too crazy. Like, like girl, this is Dr. Dre's song. It's not your song. Like, calm down. She's that girl at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> but, you know, so yeah, it'd have to be the, the, the constant uh, repeating phrases and, and the, the, the beat, the. <laughs> Love it. I, I oh think God. having. Rico, just- that's a shout out to you, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> having a random rapper for me was just like it had to that's happen. your favorite yeah the random that was rapper, your favorite the, thing the random rapper the random rapping in the middle of the song the oh. guy coming out and just like breaking up the song and, and having like a, a 20 second rap i always thought like every one of these songs had to have a rapper come out and a rapper nobody's heard of like yeah nobody's guy. heard of it never nobody ever heard of again <laughs> yeah. right yeah, exactly the fuck is that guy? do you guys think any of these artists could have had bigger careers like if like do you think like rednecks who sang cotton eye joe had if they held on long enough would chris stapleton <laughs> would have collaborate with them or what, what do you guys think where'd you come no. from where'd you go my favorite meme with that is the spider that you, you you see in the restroom and you go get a shoe so you can quickly come back and it's gone and they play the where did you come from where did you go <laughs> that's the meme you ever seen that that's pretty funny anyways yeah sorry. go ahead no no i don't I, no the, these were these songs these artists they were they were doing one thing and they had that one album with that one song that we all knew and the others probably the other songs off of that album probably sounded very similar just look at it and we'll get to it just look at your own list of honorable mentions how many of those people actually do you know any other songs from them one one band but we'll get to that yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that then i want to know which one it is no i don't, I don't think any no these were i like we say the the 90s rock scene was was way too power was too strong way too powerful dance hits were there for for the good time uh we but in the 90s we we had we had rock uh pop was massive as well so um you know we were just getting into the what was going to happen in, in the 2000s. So no, I don't think that any of these people would have had uh, bigger careers. Okay, guys, let's go on to honorable mentions. Um, B- Bob, who do you have for your honorable <laughs> mentions? Dude, I have a lot. I'm not going to mention all of them because yeah. dude, then we'd be here all day. Um, uh, the 69 boys, Tootsie Roll. That's why I almost picked this one, dude. Let me see that Tootsie Oh, man, they played that at junior high dances so much. To the left, to the left. That was the only song you knew how to dance to because it was the easiest fucking, stupidest fucking dance move you could do, right? Come on, ride the train. Everybody would just get in the mambo line and be running all over the place. <laughs> uh, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. That's one that, uh, you know, uh, I thought he should have had an amazing career after that song. That song was such a huge hit. You know, he kind of like fizzled after that. Um, uh, the Magarena, uh, sorry, had to fucking mention that stupid song. I hated it, but <laughs> everybody danced to it. Everybody knew the dance moves to it. Even the they even had it at Congress. I saw a video of them doing it at Congress for some fucking reason. Really weird. We have Groovers in the Heart. We have Hadaway. We have Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison. One of yes. my favorite songs of the '90s. Favorite songs. Great, great song, man. Uh, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, these are just some that really, really stood out to me. What What do you got, Joe? Everybody, everybody by Black Box. I love it. Ow. I don't know why. Ow, ow, man, man. <laughs> yeah, I like Cleveland Brown. Ow, ow, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I got. Uh, I've been thinking about you, London Beat. That's yes. a good one. Love um, that song. Like, you can't mention this. You can't talk about this topic without mentioning uh, "What Is Love" by Hathaway. Yes. Uh, this one's for a boy, Rico. Move it like this by K Seven. Love that one. Uh, Cotton Eye. I did have Cotton Eye Joe uh, by Rednecks. Um, missing. You're so eclectic. <laughs> I got missing uh, by Everything But the Girls. A shout out to to uh, to Lindy from uh, Turn of the Millennials. She picked that as the worst. Uh, music video i believe but i think she 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 liked the song but she hated the music video it's a good song actually 
I got. I was. Re- this was going to be my pick. I thought I was going to go with this, and this is a, this is the the song that I sent that I was listening to in the car when I said, "Let's do this topic." Uh, I know nobody knows this one. Ein Swein Pulisein by by Modi. <laughs> I know you mentioned earlier this week, and Randy's like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I didn't even know that song, and I, it's, I, I don't know why I heard this song. I don't know when and where long ago I heard this song, but I liked it. But anyway, and of course, the local '90s dance favorite everybody knows, "La Charanga" by Fandango USA. <laughs> you, know, you just you just labeled yourself from the valley, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my honorable mentions, I had Rhythm of the Night by Corona, uh, great song. Uh, I had Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. I had The Power also by Snap. The Power was – Oh, a, that's – okay, you're right. They did have two. I'm they sorry. They did have two, and I think The Power was like one of the first um, big dance songs. I remember they used it for a movie called The Perfect Weapon with this guy who's supposed to be like the next Jean-Claude Van Damme. Have, was it Steven Seagal? No, it was Jeff He's- Speakman. Yeah. Oh, no. And so they used it for that movie. And I thought this was going to be a good because th- this band was actually good. I would I would I would say Snap was a good band. I uh, had Sandstorm by Darude, aggressive dance fight <laughs> song. I mean, you got to have it. I love the fact that you would go to these clubs and you would either have one of two people like swinging the glow sticks. Was a 90s song? Yeah, it was a 90s song. So it's Sandstorm? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then Joseph's no. like, shit, I missed my opportunity on that. <laughs> You had one. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember that from like that's a Google. High school. That's a Google. I think it was. I, I I could be wrong, but I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, I know I remember this song because you know when glow sticks were a thing, you'd have one of two guys using glow sticks by themselves. It was always like the skinny guy with a baggy shirt. It was too big, or like a real like heavy set guy with like a polo and his shirt would be riding up, and he'd be like sweating up a storm, but he'd be hanging in there with this song. But well, goddamn it, could he shake his ass? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Strike It Up by Black Box. Uh, what is Love by Hathaway? Hathaway was my second choice. And I think we all agree that that song is Maybe one of the don't top hurt me. big songs. Oh, yeah, that. dude. It has to be. I think I think that it, it uh, because of Night at the Roxbury and SNL and, and mm-hmm. all that. Like my they, So-Called Life used yeah, it, Yeah, my too. So-Called Life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they made that song you know, bigger than it was. I think that it may have actually heard it from being the best dance song yeah. since it became so laughable because of Will Ferrell and... and and what's his name? Chris Kattan. Um, Chris Kattan. Yeah. And there, but it's a great song. It's a really, really great song. It, Sorry, it is. Man. It is a good song. Uh, this is how we do it by Montel Jordan. Poison. Belle Biv DeVoe. Finally by CC Peniston. I'm sure I'm saying that right. Uh, to, <laughs> Total Eclipse. Total Eclipse of the Heart by Nikki French. Uh, Believe by Cher. Going on with his Cher love. Continuing. Ah, uh, here we go. He had to say it. He had to say it. He's doubling down. He's just doubling That's down. Believe by Cher. Because he believes in life after love. <laughs> Unbelievable by EMF. I've been thinking about you, London Beat. Another Night, Real McCoy. One More Time by Daft Punk. The only band that survived this era and went on and had a, had a decent career. Get Ready for This by Two Unlimited. What's Up by DJ Miko. Boom, Boom, Boom by The Out There Brothers. I Like to Move It by Real to Rio. Mambo Number 5 by Lou Bega. The funk phenomena. Shoutouts to my buddy Steve, I should say, who told who uh, told the story about our, our, our long gone friend Mario, who used to love listening to this song in in, in his uh, uh, great Crown Victoria by Armand Van Helden. And lastly, uh, this is this is not this is not my pick. This is a bad song, but I have this pick down for a reason. I wrote the Vanga Bus. You guys remember that song, right? Yes. Horrible song. We yes. like to party. Is it that one? Yeah, we I like to party. I literally, I, I, I literally just posted. Well, yeah, just not, posted before, so I just posted it on, 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 on our stories. So I, I have a story about this song. I was listening to these songs on the drive to work. I have a hour long commute to work, and I have to go through the highway. So I was driving, and I was about to merge to a to a two lane uh to a two lane exit, and I had to get to the left side so I could take the following exit. And there was a a uh, trailer next to me and uh, i had the radio really loud i guess i was just listening to maybe it was you know uh, rhythm is a dancer or something and the next song was a vanga bus and i looked to see if i was cleared and as i was going to the next lane you know how the song starts off with like a loud horn yeah. i thought i thought the fucking trailer was honking at me i swerved back like a, <laughs> like a crazy person <laughs> i like swerved my car for no reason because i thought this thing was about to hit me it was a fucking vanga bus <laughs> so anyway that's party <laughs> like the party. So those are our honorable mentions. And before we go on to our selections, we want to talk about our partner, Athletic Greens. Our partner, Athletic Greens, has this product that we use literally every day. Started taking Athletic Greens because... 
It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, this product is for you. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, none of those nasty chemicals or artificial flavors or anything. It tastes good. It's good for you. It supports better quality of sleep and recovery. And Athletic Greens is just that. It's a small micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day for yourself. Treat your body right with Athletic Greens. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. And it's cheaper than getting all those different supplements for yourself. Check them out. Athletic Greens, they've been a great partner with us for this campaign. And we want to thank them for extending the, the campaign with us. And they've just been phenomenal uh, to us. Athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, check them out. Athleticgreens.com slash E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G. That's Athletic Greens. All right. So now we're going to go on to our selections. And I'm going first. Best 90s dance song. I got to go with the one that it's on everybody's mind. Going to make you sweat. Parentheses, everybody dance now. I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm going back to middle school. For this you you got to scream that, right? Everybody, everybody dance now. Right. I'm going back to middle school for this one. This song was originally written for a band called Trilogy. Ever heard of them? No, you would have, you would have if they hadn't they had they not passed on this song. This song immediately received heavy radio and MTV rotation. It was a huge dance hit. What Robert Savillis and David Cole, the CNC of CNC Music Factory, did was they took account of everything that was hot at the time. Ice-T, hot musical act. Okay, let's get a guy who sounds just like Ice-T, and that will hook the audience. They hooked in the dance crowd, the fitness crowd, the rap, hip-hop, house, new school, and even rock with the guitar they had. And they even had Martha Wash, a legitimate singer, sing the, the chorus. She wasn't deadpan lazy like many of the other female vocalists in this genre. She was a powerhouse singing the hook. And with her sinewy voice... More on that in a minute. That check mark every box. This band, I mean, I'm sorry, this song was just formulated. It's like it was made in a lab to get people moving, to get people singing and dancing. Guys, this topic is dance, and this song is a party starter. And as dated as it may be, it's still a fun time. It's a staple of pop culture. Uh, it's featured in such movies as Space Jam, Sister Act, Old School, Jarhead, among others. TV shows like The Simpsons. During that scene where a bunch of steel workers turn their factory into an all-night dance club, we work hard, we play hard. <laughs> right. It was featured on The People vs. O.J. Simpson when O.J. was killing it on the dance floor instead of the side alleyway. Oh, uh, shit. Video, it's cold-blooded. Video, <laughs> video games like NBA 2K18 and Just Dance 3, and it's solidified on Jock Jams Volume 1. Look, the dance moves in this video... And they're not too difficult. I danced to this video with my kids. No footage available, thank God. I was okay afterwards. I had enough energy to take them to Orange Leaf after a 30-minute nap. So I was cool. I, I, the dance moves are pretty simple on this. Okay, a huge strike against this song was CNC's music, uh, CNC Music Factory's treatment of Martha Wash, who sings the female parts of this song. And she sings them excellently. You've, you've heard her on Black Box and, and some of these other bands. At first, they fooled her to record a demo for what she thought was a completely different song, and then they didn't use her in the video. They used Selma Davis, a model in this video, who's lip-syncing Martha Wash's uh, parts. Martha Wash was an older, heavier set woman, and this video is a thousand percent about image. Everyone on it looks like they belong in a solo flex commercial, and CNC were accused <laughs> of not casting Wash in the video because of her size, which of course doesn't age well and Hopefully wouldn't happen in today's uh, uh, society. This wasn't the first time she was whitewashed. She sang on three number one dance hits for, as I mentioned, Black Box. And she was replaced in those videos by a model as well. While she sued both the Black Box and CNC producers, she reached a settlement and had a solo record deal. But despite all the craziness... This was a big billboard chart topper. For, forget all the background that's going on. Let's just think of the song exclusively. It's still a song that you can't help but move to. I think this song, although it's very 90s and it's core, it's aged extremely well. I think you can put this song on now. You're at a party. Put this song on. Everybody's going to either reminisce, they're going to have a good time, or even the young people will dance to it because they know it's pop culture nostalgia. They know what a big hit it was back in the day. And it's just a song that's timeless because... Even though it takes place in a certain time, you could play it anywhere and people will have a good time. And that's what dance song and dance music is all about. What do you guys think? You lost me when you said that they have the 
the you know it's the Mr. Pib version of of of, of Ice Tea singing yeah. in the background. <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, this song reminds me of Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air doing his stupid dances like he always did in the fucking show. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe there was a scene where he actually did it to the song. But uh, this is one of the great dance songs of the '90s. It really is. I don't like the fact that they say everybody needs to get like you know get on the dance floor. Like motherfucker, I'm gonna go just. And when I'm ready, when I've had enough Jack Daniels, I'll get out there. Just give me a second here. <laughs> give me a second, bro. I'm trying to build up the courage uh, to get up on there. All right. Uh, it's it's a really great song. You, you you nailed it with like the rapper in the middle. I don't like the fact that they you know they brought in a model and they they whitewashed the lead singer. Like it, it, it. I don't think you need that kind of shit. You know what I mean? No, I agree. There's plenty of great singers. You know, uh, body type, sizes, smiles, colors, whatever the fuck. Everybody was, especially in the '90s, man, where everybody was having a good time. Everybody, motherfuckers were wearing, you know, Bobby Brown's wearing leotard for God, goddamn sake. You know, and like shiny fucking dressy shoes and leotard. And and you know, you're comparing, you're caring about body image of the way you look. Give me a fucking break. Have you seen some of the '90s dance moves? Terrible, terrible, terrible. But this is one of the great songs. If uh, I like the rapping in the middle, you know, it, it is kind of really cheesy, iced tea, deep voice. That kind of throws me off a little bit. When when I first heard it, I honestly thought it was iced tea. Then when I found out it wasn't, I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Change your voice, bro. We're trying to copy. But uh, it's, it's a great pick, Ryan. It's a, it really, really is. I, I don't have too much complaints about it, but it really is a great pick. Thank you. <laughs> That's the first time I didn't show him his pick. So happy. Congratulations. He's so happy. An angel just got his wings. <laughs> He's smiling so much, everybody. <laughs> These songs, like, um, I mean, we all love them. Uh, we all have some kind of special uh, memory to, that, you know, we think about when we hear them. Yeah, this is a, uh, obviously, this is a great song. Um, you know, the whole backstory that you mentioned and, and the crap behind it is, you know, obviously pretty crappy. You know, until this moment, uh, I didn't put that in. I didn't put the the iced tea thing together. And now that like I'm I've, I've been listening, I'm listening to the song in my head and hearing it. I'm like, yeah, he does sound like fucking iced, or he did at least try to sound like iced tea. That's pretty fucked up, and, and it's crazy because I, I never put those two together. This song has incredible. Um, uh, what's the word? I always forget this word, uh, and I want Juice. you to cut this. <laughs> you for no, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, the, the term for it, I, um, it can be used a lot commercially. It's got a. I mean, it, to this day, I'm pretty sure we've heard it in in a commercial. Um, I, I mean, it's it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away because it, it can never be used. Dance again. It can be used in a, a ton of movies. I'm sure it's come out in a movie recently. I remember it um, in a movie with. Um, with uh, Chevy Chase back in the days, um, <laughs> weird uh, movie. It was a movie called uh, I think it was called Man in the House. He was playing like the step. Yeah, yeah, it was. Too, yeah, dude, the, yeah, yeah, for sure. With uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, there's a scene where like the, it's a it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of it's it's white guys, white men and their and their kids uh, doing uh, they're they're like part of an. I don't want to get too too far into the movie, but anyway, there, there's a whole scene where they're, where they're all dancing. They they're, all dancing they're all dancing to this song, and it's like it is kind of hilarious because it's like this song just does not go with, with the way they're dancing. But it, hey, it is perfect. Uh, you're right, man. This this. Uh, I mean, you can if it's if it's played in a certain setting. I don't think I'm ever. It's not one that I'm going to listen to in, in in my car. That's the only thing that I, I'll have to say against it. But if it comes on and we're at like some kind of retro party, hey, great. If we're at some retro uh, bar and there, and it comes on, cool. Fuck it. It does sound pretty good. Um, it, it, like Bob, I got to say, this is got probably going to be one of those ones that uh, it will always come out on a list like this. So. Good, 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 good selection. I think I would have. I think you said you almost went with Hathaway. I would have been more. And I'm. And I bet you people are going to say uh, there's probably going to be a lot of people that maybe said that one of us should have picked Hathaway or that Hathaway. You know what is love is probably better than all of ours. But you know, mm. I'm surprised you didn't go with Hathaway. Let me just say that. Yeah. I honestly, I would love if I could ask Ice T one question. It would be like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Freedom Williams, the 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 rapper in CNC? You say who? So, yeah, I'm sure he's like, dude, I would never make a fucking song where some shirtless shredded guy wearing angel wings is running through the club, you know, like <laughs> dancing to my song. I'm sure he he heard this. He might have been immediately flattered, but I think that was the beauty and the, I guess you could say the intelligence of this song is what was hot at the time. You know, that voice is hot. Guitar riffs are hot. Loud, booming, you know, powerful voices are hot. They really, they really were a factory because they put this shit together and put it out there and people ate it up. Their follow through hits. 
uh, things that make you go mm, and um, uh, just a touch of love. And I, I they had one other like uh, you know uh, mediocre hit, but this song just was the the song things, for them. I things, think things that make you go hmm was pretty fucking good. Too. Yeah, it was good. That was a good follow. Good see, it was a good single. But yeah, I can see all the rest. They kind of like fizzled out. Yeah, th- none of them touched uh, this uh, this high uh, apex. Did um, you say can't touch this? <laughs> that's one of them we missed. But yeah. I-, I mean, I love the song, and it's good to hear that you guys agree finally once. Uh, it took us sixty three episodes. <laughs> yeah. we- I yeah. mean, even though the song you know completely you know got rid of one of their singers and replaced, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Joseph, nice. your pick. What do you got? I was on mute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, with my pick, uh, I I went with um, something maybe a little bit different uh, uh, on this, but it a dance song. Nonetheless, I went with Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai. Uh, so the song, yeah, so the song was, uh, and I thought it was released, uh, like you, Bob, I thought it was uh, released in the late 90s, because I, I kind of just remember it being more of a late 90s song, but it was actually released in 96, which is crazy, kind of date how old we are. Anyway, uh, when you think about great, great 90s songs, uh, the club. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's always going to be uh, on any list that's ever put together, man. Uh, this is just a really great fucking song. Is it the, it, is it the club? you know dance song that has the same repetitive beat no it's not and and i got nothing against those songs you know it's it's why we're here but it's it's a great dance song nonetheless uh and if you don't believe me look no further than, than the video the motherfucker's dancing throughout the whole thing you know so so you can't tell me it's not a dance song <laughs> randy, randy you you just said that you you can't uh you can't help but move when you you know or, or some kind of little move to yourself if you don't want to be that body for me you, know, you can't you know, can't you can't help but shake that body when you hear uh uh every, everybody dance down uh make yeah. make you sweat whatever uh i feel the same way about this song man it's it comes down and it it puts you in just like a little it puts you in a little bit of a mood it puts you in you know in this it's little bit of a groove it's it's different in the fact that there are actual um lyrics and a message behind it you know it's not just uh some fake ass iced tea and and one lady saying <laughs> everybody dance now but you know <laughs> there it comes there's the anger there's don't the overthink anger. it <laughs> <laughs> you know it's 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 good i mean uh it's 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 got a great groove like i mentioned it's it's you know it's mid tempo it's piano driven but uh, it's definitely a song that you don't have to, you know, sweat in the club to, you know, in a in a cut off white white beater or something. I like can't that. help it. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> you know, you can still get your move on with this. Angel wings. Angel, <laughs> Angel wings. <laughs> uh, I just think this is a really obviously great song. We all know it. Everybody knows it. It's it's a timeless one. It's classic. It will always be. You know, it's it doesn't have the 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 commercial ability like you know maybe the club ones uh, or some of the the songs that we mentioned in our in our honorable mentions. The one that I almost went with, uh, I know, was in a car commercial recently. So I was like, that's pretty insane. <laughs> it, 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 I just think that what you know, song was that, Joseph? The 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 Ein Oh, I heard it was German. It's a German, it's a German, yeah, it's German. A German song. It's, it's German like Rammstein before they became Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's got that. Uh, I, I think this is a... Um, like I said, it's not it's not you know that song, but I think it's it's a great song. And I, if you're into you know just a, you know if you're looking for you know the regular dance, you don't need to hear the you know that club thing. And and and, and this is obviously uh, just going to be one of the, the the songs that we always think about when we think of '90s. And I think that applies to '90s dance as well. And that's why I picked it. What about you guys? It was a, an unusual selection, um, but a, a good song. It is uh, Jamiroquai's lead singer, JK. He has, a, he has a great voice. I think the music world thought, how could we get this type of smooth voice on someone who is taller and that women would swoon over? And that's when Adam Levine and Maroon 5 <laughs> you know, came about and they were the answer. But seriously, I think I think JK's resemblance to Bud Bunny didn't help his look, look at me. Look that's at why me. he wore the glasses and the big ass hat to hide it. So it was it was unfortunate because he was in this video look at me era and didn't get the attention. But unfortunately, image was everything for these dance tracks. That's why they, you know, CNC Music Factory did what they did. A lot of these bands did the same. The band Bob's going to talk about did the same as well. And it would be different for him today. I mean, you I just look at Louis Capaldi. Anybody could sing and have girls swoon over them now. Okay. Shouldn't have who <laughs> Google him, all right? Capote? What the fuck? Shouldn't have worn that big hat looking like one of the fat Albert kids. Oh, but come I'll on. leave that. All right. Okay, this is this is great background music. It really oh, is. That's for, a Pharrell. 
for it's great background music for laid back for a laid back bar or like a ritzy piano bar. I mean, can you dance to it? Sure. I'm sure there are many old rich guys who hang around those places and have awkwardly danced with younger, beautiful women to this song. I mean, I'm going to give Jamiroquai a backhanded compliment. They were too smart for dance music in the nineties. And I, that's saying something good about them. They sang about it, it. They sang about environmental issues, third world debt. This band had a legitimate conscience and nobody in the era was here for it. I mean, the lyrics for this song, it's intelligent. I mean, it's too intelligent for this era. Lyrics for this era was shit like, I'm too sexy for my cat. And these okay, so, so, it's, so it's okay for you two to do it and bother but not, not Jamiroquai. I get it. I get it. It's dance music, though. It's supposed to be stupid. Okay, could they have, could they have taken the low road, been less you know prescient and more poppy? Sure. I think Virtual Insanity had a cool video at one, you know, at the time when the MTV Awards were actually, actually, they're, they're happening right now. When they yeah. actually, when they actually meant something, those accolades were, you know, adding up for Jamiroquai. And, and I think it gave them a false sense of security. The song is an in-between song. You can dance to it. Yes. But how would you really want to dance to it? I mean, it's like, I mean, what kind of environment? Sexually. Good for this song. The celebration of this song is that it has great. Ba- it's a great background song when you're, you know, maybe when you're buying your first bong. I don't know. It's too advanced and stylized. Give me dumb, catchy chorus, a fun, loud sound with my, with my dance music. Give me hooks. Give me stupid shit. That's what dance music is about. It's too laid back. Not enough energy. Great song. Just not a great dance song. What do you think, Bob? I think that you're going to get shit on by a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Music, dance music, is stupid. Uh, I love this song. This is was this, uh, this is one of my favorite songs. It did win a music video of the year, beating Smashing Pumpkins tonight, tonight in uh, in ninety nine. It was a huge, huge. It was a it was a huge music video. It's a great song. It really does have this cool, laid back, chill vibe. I I I like the reference with the old guy dancing with the young chick at like a like a fancier bar, you know, whatever. I can see that, but it, this one has a really really cool vibe. Does it scream 90s? No, but it was a great, great dance song of the 90s, and it really has that badass little vibe. It's completely different. It's not repetitive. It has some cool lyrics. The music video was very innovative. You know, the the guy had a cool little look. He was different, you know, from a lot of shit that we're seeing on. So I think it was a cool pick, man. This is one of the ones that popped in my head. You know, it's different because, you know, obviously you, you think of like house music and, you know, the repetitive, the jock yeah. jam type music mm-hmm. uh, that comes out when you think of 90s but this one was in the 90s and this one was extremely popular in the 90s especially with that music video so i think it's a good pick joseph do i think it was the best one no you know uh, do i think it was different from 90s for sure did it take place in the 90s definitely and and i think it was it was very cool kind of transition us it was a cool little music vibe dude i think we saw a lot of in the early 2000s as well so it's a good pick man i, I like i like both your picks this is the first time i mean wow i'm, I'm surprised maybe because i was sick and now you know randy talked <laughs> about angel wings and i thought maybe i should be a better person but whatever it is <laughs> it's a good pick good pick i i think we 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 would have if we wanted it to be specific to a you know specific dance type of the 90s we would have said that and i think and that's why you know since we just said 90s dance we left it open to this you know hey this this uh not so much clubby but a groove and maybe a groover you know groovy type dance you know not you don't have to fucking you know be in the club you know spinning uh uh light sticks you know like you're fucking (laughs) you know you're you're having living your star wars dream Uh, i i I lived it (laughs) <laughs> what I will say about uh, Jamiroquai, the the band, is that they did have like, uh, you know, and then you look at the other songs that they did. They had that one, I think it was called Canned Heat. It's uh, more famously used in that uh, scene in Napoleon Dynamite where he's dancing. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a, and, and that came out in the 90s is what later 90s. But that was another song that they did. And, and it's a different, you know, it's it's not the. It's a different vibe. You know, it's a different vibe dance. So so I, I get your all's point and, and we'll see what the listeners uh say. But yeah, I went with you know, I went I went a little bit different with my with my selection as far as, as you dance. as you do, but that's cool, man. That's cool. So, so but I but I hear but I hear your points. I, I, I hear them. Bob, what do you got for us? Well, see, you had to save the best for last. Now, I've been really nice to you. Hopefully you do the same for me. <laughs> I uh okay. I went with Technotronics Pump 
Pump the Jam, the biggest, the best, the most recognized song of the 90s. A worldwide hit that kicked off uh, 1990 with a bang. This song has everything. It's got the great vibe, the great sound, the great beat, the great lyrics. It's instantly recognizable. This is the one you think of, or at least I think of, when I, when I hear 90s dance songs. This is the jam, bro. This is the jam. Uh, it was the first house song to ever become a hit in the United States. This is a song I, I could see Kid and Play jamming to and dancing to on any one of their shitty movies because they're all exactly the same. <laughs> house Party looked like House Party 2. Everything was all the same. Um, I, I just think that this is the song that reminds me so much of the 90s. A 90s dance song. You need a 90s dance song? Technotronic. Pump pump the jam. Uh, it was it was a huge success. This huge Massive success, not only in the United States, but all over the world. So at every club in like 20 different countries, they were jamming to this song in the 90s, man. It was huge. It was massive. It hit uh, number two uh, in in the Billboard's Hot 100. Damn you, Michael Bolton and your beautiful hair and beautiful smile. He was number one at the time. But reaching number two for a house song, a dance song, is it, it really is pretty pretty amazing uh you know to, to be in that to be in that kind of category to be that popular uh, as a huge hit on the radio as well as like in the in, in the clubs and and in bars and stuff like that so you know people just jammed to the song this is the song man this is the song everybody was listening to all around the world and not just at your uncle's house after the kids went to sleep at midnight you know they were jammed to this everywhere it's one of my favorite songs and it, it just brings up so many you know so much nostalgia it, you know it makes me think of the 90s you know the music video the costume the the spandex like we talked about some repetitiveness the the rapping like everything about it man it just it checks all the boxes for me it, it not only that it became, you know, it was such a huge hit in the early 90s and then had a huge resurgence in 96 when it came out in Space Jam in, in one of the, the biggest scenes and best scenes as they're getting prepared to, to play uh, the Monstars in the game. You know, it's a huge, huge song in that movie and kind of had this resurgence and became uh, widely popular again. So it's it's just, uh, to me, it's just a quintessential, there you go, big word, Joseph, quintessential 90s dance song, you know, Creative Little Pill always mentions oh 90s dance like you got to mention somebody from jock jams y'all remember jock jams oh yeah they're, they're like Obviously. they're like in volume like 192 <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was now uh it's what kids bop like ripped off anyway, and it's all mumble uh, rap now yeah it's all mumble rap <laughs> it's not even jock jams <laughs> it used to be great music on there right <laughs> but i want to listen to before a football game no uh yeah <laughs> I'd like you think of jock jams, which is so popular and which is really, really, you know, uh, crowd pleasing music and dance music. And, you know, this would probably be a staple on one of those albums. And, and it's just like I said, it, it checks all the boxes for me. If I'm, if I'm having a few drinks and we're at a wedding and this song comes on, I'll fucking dance to it, man. More, more so this song than like Cotton Eye Joe or something stupid like that. But uh, uh, like this is the song I'd, I'd probably dance to and like I'd laugh and I'd enjoy it because it has so many great memories and nostalgia to me. It's my pick, dude. I, I think it's the best one. Uh, what do y'all think about it? All right. I, I'm glad you brought up this song because it this is a pioneering song. It's it's a very important song to what set the tempo to the rest of the 90s. Like technically it is a 1989 song released mm -hmm. in August. But once you gave your selection, I wanted to talk about this song. I didn't want to say, hey, change it because this was such an important song to really dive into. So I'm glad you picked it. It's important to talk about this song because it helped set the trend and styles of 90s dance music, especially combining European house music to hip hop. This is where it started with uh, Technotronic and, and Pump Up the Jam. The video. OK, let's start it off. Uh, OK, every, every every town has their bad mall. You guys remember the bad mall that we yeah. had? Right. Central. El Central. Central. Yeah. The mall you had to avoid at all costs unless you had to go there. You know, ours was, yeah, as you mentioned, El Central Mall. It was a type of mall where teen moms and boys who took wood shop <laughs> in high school hung out, right? It was a sketchy place, but they had the dollar theater there. I saw Lethal Weapon 3 there, I believe. I think so. I, I would have You could so get an airbrushed Dallas Cowboy shirt with my puppet on the back of it or whatever. <laughs> At the dollar movie theater, it was it was kind of a scary place. I would have felt safer in front of a drunk Mel Gibson watching Lethal Weapon weapon three there instead of actually watching the movie <laughs> but anyway this mall had a photography center where all the homeboys and homegirls commemorated their friendship and their love for looney tunes gangster wear which was a thing for some reason and they would take pictures at this mall and for some reason 
The video looks like it was shot at the mall photography studio at the mall. We're talking about El Central Mall. If you are prone to seizures or you or you woke up hang or if you wake up hungover, you might want to stay away from watching this video. I mean, how many watercolor backgrounds do you need in a video? Yes, all of them. It's a good song though. I mean, 250,000 cholos can't be wrong. So the this issue with <laughs> I'm going to talk about is image. Uh Manuela Yakid K, we talked about this with Martha Wash. Uh, Yakid K. Kamozi was the lead vocalist on this song and most other Technotronic songs, but she was not in the video or the album cover, which instead featured African-born, I believe, fashion model uh, Feli, who lip-synced the yeah. lyrics. And she didn't, Feli had nothing to do with the recording of this song. She didn't even speak English. She could see her lip syncing and it was, it was terrible, right? Many felt they attributed this to Yakid K's tomboy look. You know, sex and image were selling these songs and the producers took her out of the equation of this video, which was unfair, just like it was unfair for Martha Washington CNC Music Factory. And she was later, she was later featured, Yakid K was in the other Technotronic videos and she made those videos pop. She was, she had such charisma, such style that I I don't know. They made a horrible decision keeping her out of this video. Yeah, because, ridiculous, dude. Yeah, ridiculous. It was a terrible decision, but a great song. It's a good club song. It was a great club song. I've been into an, I've been to enough 80s retro bars full of people in their 40s and 50s to know that if you play this song at 1.30 a.m., an ambulance will be called. This is a public <laughs> service to anyone my age. Do not drink and dance to this song past midnight. You guys are like gremlins. You're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself, and we're too old to lift your ass up, okay? You don't look good dancing to this go home help your kids with their homework and go watch the rest of downtown abbey do not dance to this song drunkenly at 1 30 a.m if you're <laughs> over the age of 40 you're not going to do yourself any favors technotronics get up to me is their more infectious uh 90 song i love that song it works great for shampoo commercials and it features <laughs> yakin k and it's it's a better quality produced video uh get get up is a great song too i think pump up the jam was sort of the appetizer for the band you gotta kinda, move it, this mm -hmm, great song it <laughs> i kinda, remember the song yeah. now sorry yeah. No, it's it's a fantastic. You can sing the rest of it as far as I care because it, it's a fantastic <laughs> song. You know, the recipe just wasn't there yet. They were still in the in the in the kitchen cooking, trying to come up with something. I like the song, but it's not quite as infectious or memorable as that other song or some of the other dance hits. The song has to be fun. The song is fun, but it's not as fun as Get Up or some of these other songs. Joseph, what's your opinion? Because we're able to do this on on Zoom, I can mute myself. So when when Bob started his uh his uh defense of this song i went ahead and opened up uh youtube and i put the song on the music I, video i played it on in the background so i can hear it while bob's doing his thing i can hear i, both thought, of them I just on. thought you were really agreeing with me you were just nodding your head yeah. no yeah. i was going i was why going you, with the why song did, why did your arms go up above your head for <laughs> oh, shit, dude. let me see that tootsie roll you know what dude uh i gotta say you know a lot of what you were saying i was seeing it and i was hearing it and i was like you know what i think um uh, I, I hate to say this, but well, no, no, I think a lot of people are going to agree with Bob, but I think a lot of people are going to agree <laughs> with their that. own picks. I know. He says that every week. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's true. No, I don't say that every weekend. No, I don't say, I don't say that every week because sometimes you make No, I'm saying you should say this. But, but this song, this song has one of the best intros for a 90s yes. dance song that I've ever heard in my life. I was listening to it in the beginning while you were doing your thing, Bob, and like, yeah, if you when you think jock jams type shit when you think of getting the i, I know we're it's supposed to be a club so you so i mean it can get you go it get you get you know get you pumped to go out and maybe start dancing but boy does it start motivating you for like sports too that fucking mm -hmm. that intro that that boom boom like I, I can't even fucking yeah. do it. Like that's just crazy. You can Michael Jordan, Space that's, Jam, dude. exactly. That's just that's oh my god, that intro is so awesome. This song, yeah, you're right, Bob. It does check off of the box. It's it's but it's highly repetitive though. Yeah, I don't think it's a that. bad thing. I mean, uh, and and as I was watching the video too, I even let you know let it play and, and hear it while Randy was talking. Yeah, I see all that. And you know what? You all picked some shady bands that did that, that, that did you know horrible things to the singers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the only yeah. one that picked the right moral yeah. guy. <laughs> the moral guy. He wasn't very moral choosing that hat. This song is is <laughs> this song is is definitely up there, dude. This is probably one of the greatest. Uh, uh, it, it, I mean, that's what we're talking about. The greatest uh, '90s dance songs. This is definitely going to be on those lists. Uh, I have so many. This song was played so many times. Uh, we heard it so. I mean, maybe no, it doesn't. Like, I don't think that affects. I think this is one of those guilty pleasure songs too that you, you like if it comes on and you're on the radio in your car so you're gonna 
You don't want to roll down the windows, that's for sure. But you definitely want to hear it, and you don't mind hearing it. And you'll fucking <laughs> you'll move your, your arms when nobody's moving, when nobody's watching you. If you're driving on an all, you can do it. But as soon as you see the car pull up next to you, you're going to stop. Uh, this is definitely up there, man. This, this has everything. It's got the, re- the it's a, you know, it's got, it's got it all. It's definitely a great pick. It's definitely a great song. You mentioned the other one. Uh, what is it? Move it? What's the other one that you yeah, said? Uh, mm-hmm. um, get up. Get up, but the one that Bob, you, you yeah, gotta, gotta move your body. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know what? That's that's actually that's a good two song. songs. Two it's, songs. It's, yeah, they're good yeah. songs. Yeah, two songs yeah, for the yeah, person. At least there weren't no one. I was wondered. wrong. Yeah, they weren't necessarily one who wondered, man. This is a great selection. This is a great song. It's commercial. It's commercial yeah, ability it's is, is yeah. amazing. This song can still be used today. I'm sure it's still used today, and I'm sure it's probably still played in stadiums and, yeah, and yeah, arenas, like basketball, to, basketball you know, arenas. Yeah, get to get people started. They probably tweak it and add some other random shit but they at least man all i know is like if you're at a at a stadium mainly basketball i'd say just because the the imagery of of space jam and michael jordan with this song Uh, apparently somebody yeah apparently somebody tried to do a remake of it for the space jam 2 i haven't heard it like out of principle, I'm not gonna fucking see that movie or hear yeah. that stupid song. That's stupid. Apparently, they it's remade the song for that for that movie. I Sorry. will never <laughs> see that. There's only one Space Jam, and that's Michael Jordan. But yeah, any any you put this lights go down and you hear this, like the fucking crowd's gonna lose it. They're gonna get ready to hopefully see their team win. Great pick, man. I was I was thinking about Get Up, and the first time I heard you. The first time I heard that song, <laughs> by the way, you're disqualified because it's an 80s song. But anyway, the first time, <laughs> the first time I heard "Get Up" was during Doogie Howser. He was fighting somebody. This was a guy who was a medical. You remember Doogie Howser, who was like a teenage doctor, Neil Patrick yeah, of Harris. course. Yeah, he was yeah, going to yeah. fight somebody. The great so- NPH. So the training montage, <laughs> the training montage had him like training to this song. That was the first time I heard "Get Up," and it was it was just a memorable scene. I wanted to ask you guys. So I brought up the Jock Jams Volume One. I wanted to talk about the songs that were uh, '90s because they have a couple '80s and '70s throwbacks on here that we didn't talk about. Twilight Zone, Two Unlimited. What are your thoughts about that one? Is that a good uh, dance song? Do you remember? The Twilight Zone. You have to sing a little bit more. Okay, let's sing it, baby. Sing it. All right, I don't know that one. Uh, strike it up by Black Box. Did we mention? Yeah, strike that it one? up by Black Box. Strike it up. Yeah, get ready for this too. Well, we mentioned that one. Um, let me see what else. Oh, one that we didn't mention, and I think everybody would smack us upside the head because this is a great dance song. Well, it takes it two. It takes. Oh, it two. takes two to make yeah. the thing go right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a that's good a one. Great song. Uh, man. I want to rock right now. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Did we totally drop the ball on that? That's you know what? I'm surprised, song. and I I thought about it right now. Nobody's mentioned the. Uh, y'all ready for this? I thought I mentioned that song, wasn't it? Did you? Uh, yeah, it, get ready for this. Yeah, two unlimited. I mentioned that. Yeah, one. Yeah, Is that yeah, in your honorable mentions? Yeah, honorable mentions. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't know the well, fucking who name. Who was the other one? <laughs> DJ Easy Rock or what was it? Yeah, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Rob, yeah, Rob, right, Rob yeah. Hip Hop Parade. Hip Hop Parade is on there as well. Naughty by Naughty by Nature. That's yeah, a good hell song. yeah, dude. That's yeah. a good one. And it has, yeah, I, I think those are the only songs we didn't mention, but those are all great songs. A little disappointed we didn't You didn't, do you didn't mention soon. Pray. We got to pray just to make it. Oh, today. yeah. We got to pray. <laughs> Anything by MC Hammer, immediately disqualified. I mean, when, when you're the only guy in the world that could dance those moves, I mean, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. do that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what kind of you go up to somebody and say, "Hey, you want to dance?" and they start moving side to side. I just, it's just, it doesn't work for me. I don't know what was going on with MC Hammer, but great picks all around. I honestly think that these are fun sort of songs to revisit. I was listening to them all week, as I'm sure you guys were too. And was there anything that really stuck out to you as far as like, you know, I used to think the song, these songs were in a time capsule, but they persevered. Would you guys say so? Yeah, I agree, dude. I think they're, they're really good, man. They make you feel good. They're like, they're, it goes back to like the episode we did a couple of weeks ago, the, the best feel good song. It's like, there's nostalgia to it. It makes you smile. It makes you bob your head or tap your hand. It makes you think of fun times as being a kid or, you know, junior high dances, high school dances, fun shit, man. It's, they're 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 great little songs and they are what they're supposed to be you know what i mean nothing special about it. you're not going to put them on when you're drunk because you want to cry or you want to have some feeling and sing along to the lyrics no these are the songs you put on to to dance around to to laugh with to reminisce you know what i mean it's they're just good they're just good old-fashioned fun i, I love this type of music so many memories that you know that came up when you're hearing these songs a lot of fun times as a as a kid too because you know, in the early '90s, when a lot of when some of these songs, because this this the whole '90s dancing has been going on for you know, it it lasted the whole 
you know, a decade. I don't think there was ever any, there was always songs like this to keep going every, every year throughout the nineties to keep it going. So I, I have, you know, memories of, of some of these songs in, in elementary and, and, and I have memories, you know, they go all the way up to, you know, junior high. And, and then when we got to high school, you know, I, I became, you know, we, not I became, uh, music I became, became <laughs> uh, well, no, I've been a metalhead for yeah, a long I know, time, I know. but uh, you know, we just, you know, the, the nineties, the dance music. I don't know. I'd have to. What was the shit? How did it sound in the early two thousands? I don't remember. I think the club who let the dogs out sort of came. Is that out. what? Oh. Yeah, so early two thousands. Yeah. I think the club. You're the Euro dance. Hey, we're still stuff, older that time. We're all shit anymore. Yeah, I think it was a big change. So, so this was some some really good stuff. And and like Bob said, they they um they didn't need to be anything more than what they were. Uh, if they if they were one hit wonders, so be it. Everybody had a good time. Everybody had you know a great a fun time listening to them. We still have fun times listening to them. That's what they are. They're, they're great times, and I have different memories um, about these songs. Just being older and actually being in a dark club where you know you've you've had a few drinks and the, these songs are playing loud and the bass is amped up and they're mixing these songs and they sound phenomenal. I mean, anybody who's, who grew up in that era who knows what I'm talking about, actually being in the clubs when these songs were hits and they were being played frequently, you knew that these songs were fun to listen to in that space and time, but you probably didn't want to listen to them outside of that, that realm. But now as you get older, you now listen to them you know, when you're driving to work or when you're you know jogging or when you're lifting weights because – you can't go to those clubs anymore because they. <laughs> if, and if you do, God bless you. Jazzercising. Yes, exactly. So it's almost like you carry these songs with you no matter where you go. They're just different meanings now, but still remind you of a good time, of some of the best times you, you've had when you were young and stupid. And that's what these songs are all about, man. They're young I, and stupid. Yeah, and I, I hope our fans, you know, the people that have really paid attention and listened to a lot of our episodes, they're probably like – Jesus Christ, these guys listen to a lot of music because we've, we've hit on the heavy metal, we've hit on the Metallica, the Beatles, 80s music, 70s rock, 60s rock, 90s dance. You know, we listen to a collective mix of shit. We're yeah. not just all like really stuck into to one genre of music. We still haven't even talked about, you know, best 90s hip hop and rap song, which we've been we'll dying do. to, we've been dying to do that. We will be doing that at some point this year. Um, we, we really just listen to a lot of good music because really good music is good music. Unless it's country music, then it sucks. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but good music is, is good music. And we listen to a lot of different music. We'd love talking. If y'all probably noticed, we'd love talking music and movies. Uh, we listen to a lot of different music. A lot of different music fits certain situations in our lives. And, and uh, hopefully it does the same thing for you all. If it's the situation, whatever it calls, we want something fun. You know, Technotronic, you know, you want to be sad, listen to Johnny Cash. You want to jam out and get pumped up, listen to Metallica. You want to just have a good fucking time and groove and relax, listen to the Beatles. So I'm glad, uh, you know, hopefully our fans are like, man, these guys listen to an eclectic mix of music and, and that, that gives us, moves us up points in their book. And even though we're from the Rio Grande Valley, we will not do a Bestejano song. Why not? I, want to be a <laughs> I don't know that many to we, we can do the best one. I don't know, like a handful. <laughs> The one we know. Um, I will, <laughs> the one we know. It's that one that goes. Guys, will we ever see a flooded trend like this again as far as dance music goes? Because, Bob, we were talking about how Technotronic sort of opened the floodgates and then CNC Music Factory really provided that number one hit. So bands everywhere said th these songs, they sell. Not only they sell to everybody was listening to this, moms, dads, everyone. But it was such a – how can I put this? Everything seemed to be very cookie cutter. Like they were like churning out these songs that all sounded the same because they had all these beats and all these. But are we ever going to see an era like this again where like a mass flood of similar songs – become a staple of, of American culture. I'm sure that we will. We haven't in a while, man. I mean, you know, there's, we're living kind of in a weird time, this TikTok time, Twitter time, Instagram time, Snapchat time, where everybody's kind of like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And everybody's kind of trying to be individualized. But at the same fucking time, everybody's doing the exact same thing everybody else is doing. So I can only assume that at some point in time, somebody's going to come up with some kind of music that's going to be relatable and easy to copy and start a trend because right now 
everything's a fucking trend. Everything's so everybody wants to be exactly like everybody else and do everything. Oh, she's wearing that. Well, I'm gonna wear the same thing. Oh, he has the same haircut. I'm gonna do the same shit. As much as we don't want to say, like that's that's what's going on right now. So it wouldn't surprise me if we we saw like maybe like a retread on a certain type of music become really popular, and we saw a lot of like one offs from that. I think we kind of did though. Examples. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> uh, what was it called? It was um, well, maybe it wasn't as as big like as you meant, like uh, uh, you know. What do you it mean? A staple <laughs> of, uh, of of like of monoculture, culture, right? But yeah, yeah. like a, it was dubstep. They all sounded the same. Yeah, all yeah. those dubstep songs sounded exactly the same. They all had that weird, uh, you know, the transformers are moving to place. You know, or they're transforming. <laughs> you know, sound effects over. You know blast beats uh we still have that i think i mean but it it wasn't i don't know i don't know how I mean, you dance to that shit but you know it, we i mean we have that those you know we have those people like um the stupid marshmallow guy that what the fuck does he do but press buttons i mean like but <laughs> he's so fucking popular uh, yeah the, the one with the fucking Wait, the good, mickey good mouse just, like, we just lost all the millennium <laughs> everybody just says thank god they're ending it with this <laughs> 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 they're like marshmallow guy <laughs> I, th- I mean we did we still have those uh, and then i you we, we remember you remember when dubstep music, came out it's music, not exactly yeah, the same i'm, I'm, I'm thinking dubstep music is no, called dubstep Music in general right now is is not very good. I, I you know I want it to be. I hope there's this big resurgence, but I I don't see like anyone leading the way and leading the charge. And this is our generation of music. This is our decade of music. You know, 2020. You know, decade of music. I just don't see that right now, man. I think everything's kind of like okay. I, yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, I, I'm not. I got no complaints I'm about with all genres. And yeah, general. no, no. I I got no complaints with. with with the music that I listen to, there's some new shit that I listen to, but I can see your point. There's no, there's nobody now, and there hasn't been anybody that's gonna be like, you know, like we all say, like like Metallica or the Beatles. There's nobody ever, nobody's ever gonna do that again. Is what I you mean, right, right Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I pulled a picture up of Marshmallow. Freedom Williams would kick this fucking guy's ass. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. This guy, come on, man. At least those guys worked out. This guy looks like a fucking joke. But of course, we're old, right? Who cares? <laughs> Last, I want to get your thoughts on something. So we do have a couple of minutes. Um, we we wanted to bring this up earlier. We we didn't have a chance, but now we got a couple of minutes. Jake Gyllenhaal. In the Roadhouse remake. What are your oh, thoughts on shit. that? Oh, shit. Totally off topic. I think, you know what? I saw something online and, and it hit home and it's perfect. I don't know why they want to remake good movies. You know what I mean? These are The Roadhouse is a great movie in the 80s. I don't know why they want to keep remaking like yeah. that movies are always really, really good. Why don't we remake the shitty movies yes. of the 70s and 80s that had really good concepts or really good mm-hmm. ideas, but, you know, they just didn't, you know, either the money wasn't there, the actors weren't there, whatever the case was. Why don't we remake those? Why the fuck are we remaking Roadhouse? You know what I mean? It, it's, I, I think it's a bad idea. Uh, you know, it, it, it's going to sell a lot of tickets. Got Jake Gyllenhaal, got Conor McGregor, which I, I'm sure he can act because his whole persona, love of Conor McGregor. I'm uh, super uh, excited about this movie now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to see it five times for Conor McGregor. <laughs> Doug Lyman's a great director. He's associated with it. I like that point you made, Bob, about remaking bad movies. I I love a movie called Streets of Fire. Uh, I've talked about it in this podcast before. It really tanked in the box office. I wouldn't mind if you remade that movie because it had an excellent concept way before its time. But you're right. It's the movies that were good. I mean, I know Roadhouse was keeping the lights on at TBS for like, you know, 20 years. Yeah, no shit. TNT, right? right? (laughs) But I mean, the, the, the original Roadhouse movie is so good. I don't think you need... A remake. I mean, do something else. I just yeah, like, I don't see like it. like there's some good like if, oh technology's moved up and there's better CGI and better graphics. So we can do something like yeah. like if somebody wanted to do the Monster Squad a remake of it. I think ah, I go for cool. that. Yeah, that that would be cool. But if they keep the same idea with the kids cussing and the kids, you know, do you think Monster movie? Squad was a bad movie? It, no, it, it wasn't a bad movie. movie. <laughs> no, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking. No, Monster Squad's one of my favorite Halloween movies of all time. I, I think that since technology has gotten better, I think it could be greatly uh, better done. Like they're just doing y'all. Did y'all like Willow, the original Willow? Uh, I, I think H, I think HBO Max is releasing a brand new series, where Willow, and it has the original character and it has hmm. updated. You know what I mean? Because back then, you know, the the graphics and shit like that weren't as great. So doing an updated version of that could be good. But if it's just like 
guys drinking at a bar. You don't need upgraded fucking CGI to see, you know, uh, what's the name pulled some guy's throat out. Or whatever. I wonder if I wonder if Connor's ass. Connor's gonna play like the Sam Elliott character. Right? No, I, I, I think he was doing the Terry Funk character. I don't know though. I don't know what he what he's I haven't heard play. who other than than Gyllenhaal's playing Patrick Swayze's character. character. Yeah. I mean that's all I, I all we know about, you know. I mean, nonetheless, we're all gonna watch that fucking movie. I mean, we're not we're all gonna like watch to compare it to the I'll watch it when it comes out for free after I've been drinking. <laughs> but guys, great talk about nineties dance songs, a lot of memories. And that's our show, everyone. Listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up and let us know what your favorite nineties dance song is. Most importantly, let us know what you think about the show. You may reach us at formidable opponents at gmail.com. You can follow us on all forms of social media. Please rate and comment on our Apple and Spotify podcast when you vote on us when you give us five stars that helps us out a lot so Apple Spotify if you can just take a moment give us five stars leave a comment we'd love to hear from you want to thank creative little pill for the awesome artwork this week as always and join us next episode we will be back in two weeks we're releasing this episode a little later but we'll be back on September the forgot the fucking date hold on uh, we'll be back. with a huge episode though by the way we'll be back with a huge episode on September the 19th or September the 20th I should say we're coming back with a very special two-parter our first take on a top 10 list as we debate top 10 rock bands of all time that's going to be a two-part episode we're going to do 10 through 6 I mean yeah we're going to do 10 through 6 and then 5 through 1 we're excited about that so it's going to take us a little time to form our opinions and do some research so we're excited about that so hang on tight we got plenty of great episodes you can go back and listen to and we're excited about this week's uh coming or our episode on september the 20th top 10 rock bands of all time so for bob and joseph this is randall and we'll see you all soon take care everybody all right butterfly it's, it's a <laughs>